Hey everybody, welcome to episode 8 of A Discourse About Gaming, the weekly video game podcast where Josh and I discuss and dissect the video game industry, interview what games we've been playing. I've been reading that intro the last couple weeks and I realize I've been saying we're Josh and I and I don't say my own name. My name is Matt. Oh. Glad to have you guys here. Nice Josh, to meet you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, how are you today? I'm actually great. You know that thing where you stay up really late playing video games a bunch of nights in a row and then you uh you decide to go to bed at like eight the, the next night and then you feel great the next day? That's me right now. I feel great. Really? Okay. Yeah. You stayed up late and played a bunch oh, of video yeah. games? Yeah, all I all I did this week was play uh, uh row company a bunch. Oh, so. okay. See before yeah. before we I hit the core button, Josh just said yeah, for the What We're Playing segment, I don't have that much to say, so I assumed he had hardly played anything. Anything new. <laughs> but you didn't play anything new, okay. Yeah, we could get to that okay. later. But yeah, I just I feel great. It's uh, Sleep is great, man. I love sleep. Why Why don't I give my body the the amount of hours it needs to sleep? I don't know. Yeah, that's, it feels great. that's relatable. Last night, I got home from work really late, like nine, or 8.30ish, and I had to be up again for work today at 4.30, and i was like laying in bed at nine playing diablo 3 and i was like i'm not going to bed (laughs) i want to play this and then at 10 10 p.m i'm like dozing off falling asleep yeah and it's like why am i doing this to myself (laughs) i know it's because it's fun but yeah it feels better the next day but it's like i had it's like it's stupid because literally i just i got home today did homework made dinner now we're recording this and then after that, it's like I can play Diablo three. There was no reason for me to just deprive my body of sleep that I need. <laughs> yeah, you I want your game time each day, though, right? Like you want. Yeah, uh, I guess that's I, true. I, sometimes I feel like if I miss a day not playing, I'm like, oh man. But yeah, sometimes there's delayed more priorities in life. Delayed gratification is good as well. It is. It is. So. And that's what you know. Growing up, it's all adults will tell you. <laughs> that's all they say is that what adults you don't say? need I don't, I that know. you don't need that you don't need that <laughs> vanilla latte you millennial if you stop buying that you could buy a house buy a freaking house cool all right with the thousand dollars you're saving each year all right <laughs> believe it or not this is a video game podcast oh wow and there has been uh some decent amount of news this week to discuss um so for the news let's get right into it i have in front of us both the confirmed launch lineup for both well okay so ign posted a big list a couple days ago or today i can't remember saying here's all the launch games for xbox and i haven't seen like a conclusive list of launch games for ps5 but i did find the little short list of six exclusives that are coming to ps5 so i figured we could read some of the xbox launch lineup games that are coming out okay it's a little weird because well, okay so uh hold we on have to read it, it off yeah what's the, up? P- the ps5 exclusive list that i'm reading right here is very small but uh, yes. we should mention that any third-party game you hear on the xbox lineup launch lineup is most likely coming to playstation 5 as well yeah, it's a little... So this list confuses me. Because, okay, number one on the list is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then it says Smart Delivery. But then I'm reading down here in the middle of the list, it just says Fortnite. That's not Smart Delivery? No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really under. I thought I knew what Smart Delivery meant, and now I'm not sure I know what it means anymore. Oh, no, no, no. You Okay, that that's... Oh, 
That's a good point. <laughs> I because think smart for- delivery, I thought was like, oh, this is an old game that's going to work. But I guess the logic here is that Fortnite will be a native PS5. Or, I'm sorry, a native Series X download, whereas Valhalla won't. Is that what it's saying? That might be it. That might be you have to re-download it on Fortnite. So is, is Valhalla not? I guess that makes sense. I don't know why I'm so surprised by this. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla is not a PS not a new next gen game it's not a next gen game yeah that makes sense i don't know why that surprises me but yeah we have assassin's creed valhalla will be on xbox day one i'm assuming ps5 as well i can just read through this list so we have borderlands 3 smart delivery bright memory 1.0 do you know what that is nope (laughs) neither do i cuisine royale which is a smart (laughs) delivery game don't know what that is either sounds yummy dead by daylight which is on game pass now so that will also be going forward to Series X with Smart Delivery. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. And I believe that's a paid... Yeah, because it doesn't say Smart Delivery. And I believe that's, that is yeah. a paid upgrade. That's a brand new edition. Yeah, that's yeah. a... You have to pay for it. Dirt 5 Smart Delivery. And we have Enlisted. And then Evergate, the Falconeer, which is Smart Delivery. Fortnite, as I mentioned earlier. And then Forza Horizon 4, which is a first party as well as Gears 5, Gears Tactics, and Grounded. So is that the full release for Grounded? Yes, I, that's what okay. I've been thinking. I assume it's the full release. I'm actually really excited for that because I did play Grounded uh, pre-alpha, whatever they, whatever it is, right? Yeah. The pre-launch thing. And it was only like, it was one, like, it was multiple missions, but it was like one little storyline that they brought to completion so okay so i just uh, looked it up so we don't sound dumb later when we find out but the official game comes out next year oh and an, an enhanced an enhanced version is coming to series x and s on november 10th of the short little campaign you could play yes of the short okay. little campaign you could play so okay the full well, game's not out yet yeah. i'm gonna play it when the full game's out i haven't played the little beta yet yeah i would wait dude it's fun it's really good yeah. so you'll get it for free the, on game pass I know, yeah, I'm excited to play. I played Gears Tactics on PC, but that is coming to one and Series S and X, and I'm excited to play it again just because why not? See how it yeah. plays on a controller. Is there multiplayer? Is there co-op? There was not on oh. PC, so I'm assuming it's. I'm assuming it's the exact same game. Yeah, it's a very, yeah. it's pretty bare bones of a game. It has because it's very similar to XCOM. It's like you know, uh, turn-based strategy, mm-hmm. kind of grid-based. Um, it does some really cool stuff uh, with the Gears license. We can talk about that more when it comes out and we actually play it, or when yeah. you actually play it. Yeah. But we also have King Oddball. Uh, I don't know what that is. Man Eater, Manifold Garden. Those are smart delivery games. NBA 2K21, Observer System Redux, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which Yay. is a smart delivery game. And I still need to play those. Yeah, I'm waiting. Planet Coaster. Yep. Sea of Thieves Tetris Effect Connected. I'm excited for that. So that one's brand new for Xbox owners, yeah. right? And it's a Game Pass game day one. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited. to play that. Yeah, I've loved played... the original game on PS4. Yeah. And w- what is this one different? How is this one different from the original? Um, Let me double check just so I have my facts straight. Something, but... it's, not, it's something multiplayer, right? I believe so. Yeah, it brings multiplayer. So let's see. Blah, 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 blah. It has what looks like four player multiplayer. I don't know. One on one versus. Okay. 
Um, and then there's also a co-op connected mode where up to three players can literally connect their Tetris playfields together and play as one giant Tetris field. Whoa. As you work together to take down a series of increasingly challenging CPU bosses. That sounds that, really, really cool. That sounds, <laughs> I'm stoked for that. <laughs> um, of course, the ultimate version of our claimed single player game is also included. 30 stages, 10 different modes. Uh, so it's the same game plus this really cool multiplayer add-on. And it will be available on Game Pass as a standalone game for Series X and Xbox One and on PC. Oh, cool. Awesome. And if you... I know, yeah, that's actually really cool. I didn't actually know about that three-player mode. I knew it had some one... I just assumed it was a 1v1 battle mode that, you know, every Tetris game had in the last 10 years. I wonder if it's cross-play with PC. That'd be fun. I could get my brother... That would make sense. Honestly, yeah, yeah, is this an Xbox exclusive? I think it is, which is weird because I remember it wasn't it at a PlayStation exclusive. It was a VR game. It was a, it was a PlayStation game. VR game, yeah. Which is exclusive to PlayStation. So yeah, interesting. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's just effect. Yeah, it came out two years ago now. It seems like it was longer. But yeah, it was a VR game. Interesting. So moving on from that, we have the Tourist War Thunder. Warhammer Chaos Bane Slayer Edition, Watch Dogs Legion, which is a smart cool. game. Cool, cool. I know, a, couple Ubis- a couple Ubisoft games on here. Finally. So remember I was saying a couple weeks ago, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but Ubisoft has been surprisingly absent from Game Pass. Yes. A lot of Ubisoft but games. That none, of their game, none of these Ubisoft games are on Game Pass, though. Oh, these are just launch. These okay. are just launch games, yeah. Oh, bummer. Well, still, yeah, I, I guess my statement still stands. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want Ubisoft on Game Pass. Dude, I have a, you've been saying that the last couple weeks, and I'm, I've been wondering, like, what if they're working on their own Ubisoft? Ugh. Um, what's EA's I, thing called? EA Play. I know what you're going to say. You, you're thinking of another type of yeah. They're going to do their Ubisoft. their own subscription service, uh, and then and then Microsoft will have to buy Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> I could really see that though if they and they try to do like a Disney Plus thing where they undercut Game Pass. Yeah, they're like seven bucks a month. You have every Ubisoft game day one. Like <laughs> well, some crazy undercut. I would like, do that. <laughs> I buy at least two Ubisoft games a year. I just, I think. <laughs> I don't know if Ubisoft puts out enough games to do that though. I mean, every year there's an Assassin's Creed or a Watch Dogs. True. Or... I could see Activision doing a subscription thing before I could see Ubisoft, because Activision just has Call of Duty. And I could totally see them doing. Yeah, I, everybody's always talked about like when are they going to do the Call of Duty just as a live service game? Yeah, and it's like, well, they're selling sixty dollars copies every year. They're never going to do that. Yeah, until but, that goes down. I know. Yeah, and it never will. Uh, the last three games on this list for Xbox: WRC Nine, FIA World Rally Championship, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and then Yes, Your Grace. And those are all smart delivery games. And then for the PS Five exclusives coming out on launch is Astro's Playroom, Demon Souls Remastered, Destruction All-Stars, um, Spider-Man 1 Remastered, and then Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then Sackboy A Big Adventure. So how do you feel about the launch games? Man, I'm conflicted. I'm looking at this list, and I see a ton more games confirmed for the launch lineup for Xbox. Um, yes, well, some of those third, are third-party, yeah, right? A lot of the third-party games are coming to PlayStation. Assassin's Creed. Um, and then every PS4 game is backwards compatible with PS5. And the small list of games that aren't backwards compatible that they put out last week. 
um, they've a lot of those developers have already said they're working on it. Yeah. So. This is yeah. I'm I'm a little torn here because as far as launch lineups go, historically, they're never really that great, right? Never. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. Like the 360. I can't even remember. I, uh, King Kong, Cameo, yeah, I, Call of Duty Two. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I can just. And then, and then PS, and then PS4, because they were that bad, right? There was only yeah. like two or three, and the PS4, PS4 had Killzone, Shadowfall. Yeah. yeah, that one was pretty all right. You know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I believe. Yeah, not exclusive, but launch. Uh, Xbox had Rise at launch. <laughs> Rise was cool. I liked Rise, but yeah, typically and historically, they're not the launch lineups don't usually have that many games. A lot of times you buy into uh, this crazy next-gen hardware and can there's not enough software to back it up. It takes a year, usually, about a year before that lineup starts looking a little better. Yeah, um, I should say I should say a quick correction from last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, when I said that Bloodborne was came out in the first year of the PS4 when it came out in the second year, right? It was 2015. Yeah, yeah, tw- yeah, yeah. Yep, it was later in 2015. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that was a 2014 game, even though PS3 came out 2013 late. So, yeah, yeah. I mean that it's because, and I think that's because Bloodborne was the first like big next gen looking really cool game, right? Like that's what brought a lot of people over to the PS4. That's when I yeah, that's when I started seeing people online like, oh, I'm getting a PS4 now. Like that was yeah. when everybody was freaking out because I remember the first year just being kind of like. And there's just indie games. There's hardly any big games. Destiny almost launched with the PS4. Almost. And then that was was a year after. And then it was a year after. Yeah. Um, So I look at these games and honestly, PS5 exclusives alone are probably the best launch for the, for a PlayStation console ever. Yeah. I'm trying to think back like PS2 didn't have much. I didn't have a PS2 at launch. I know it had games like, I don't know, Fantavision, that stupid fireworks game that I had. Yeah. I liked. <laughs> and uh, PS3 had Resistance Fall of Man, and that was pretty much it. And a bunch of crappy third-party ports. Yeah. But then, it's funny because it looks like in with PlayStation... Well, PlayStation 4 had Killzone, right? And I think it. something people aren't talking about with the launch lineup, because some people are like, ah, oh, launch lineup sucks, bah. but... It does suck. It isn't very like varied. It's not a lot of huge games coming out, but it's basically just all of the holiday games just kind of slammed into this one period so they can come out with the hype of the new consoles. And really, you could put a whole bunch of other like if you haven't played if you've been waiting to play Last of Us Part 2 on next gen hardware or if you've been waiting to play Ghost of Tsushima on next gen hardware and then there's also Cyberpunk coming out yeah very soon that's basically a launch game you know for the next consoles it's gonna have uh you know the it's gonna play better on new consoles well i was so i was gonna say this launch is different this it is the next generation of consoles i feel uh is different than previous launches we have specifically the last launch well, yeah, specifically the last launch where there was nothing, and especially PlayStation Four, which was not backwards compatible with the PlayStation Three or Two that's or One. That's the big thing, yeah. So I think that's the big difference here is we see Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five both bringing over their entire libraries, pretty much from the last from the previous console. Plus, 
with PlayStation Plus, you have the 18 games that if you missed, they were a lot of them. Oh, there's a lot right. of exclusives on there. So, and then with Xbox, you have all the smart delivery games, and it just seems like this is more of a hardware upgrade. Like if, like if you're a PC player, you're not thinking of I'm upgrading my PC for this next exclusive, right? right. You're thinking, oh, well, it's been seven years since my last upgrade. Uh, I got 500 bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Let me, you know, buy, buy an upgrade. Yeah, for and I, I mean, I, that's how I'm looking at these next gen upgrades. Honestly, I'm, I'm looking at it as just as, like on the base level, a hardware upgrade so that my software will run better. So the games I'm already playing will run better. So yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about a launch lineup. Um, I will say though, PlayStation fives, demon souls remake, um, looks incredible and yeah, it looks, I'm like that, that that alone or that with spider-man Mile, uh miles morales that i mean that's spider-man yeah, was a new huge insomniac. yeah a new insomniac spider-man game coming out it, yeah like, <laughs> no there's that's huge yeah insomniac's making the next big next gen game like that's that's almost as on the same level as a, a God of War two, maybe you know, or a oh, yeah. uh, Horizon. Though people usually put well, people, God of War, Horizon, and Spider Man in the same caliber, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And if we were getting like a little God of War ten hour spinoff, people would be losing it. Yeah. Or would they? I don't know. I, I, this, the fact I that they're they not losing it over the fact that they're not losing it over Miles Morales makes me think that they'd still just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, gamers. Gotta I don't complain. know. Exactly. <laughs> we're never satisfied, but hey. What I'm excited about for this next generation is all of my games that I'm currently playing, like Rogue Company, Destiny, and any of those uh, live service games. I'll even jump into Fortnite, you know, just to see what it looks like and how it plays. Uh, I'm excited just for those older games and how they'll feel and play and look. I'm excited. Yeah, there was something on the back end of the news that I'm going to bring up now, just because it's kind of it's really related to what we're talking about, which is that. There was a thing you mentioned before we started the show that I had missed where someone had tweeted that there was a deluxe upgrade for Ghost of Tsushima where it was saying, oh, you have to pay $10.99 to upgrade to the PS5 version. But then Sucker Punch came out and said, no, this is just to upgrade to the digital deluxe version of the game. And that the game is playable with Game Boost. And we talked about that a little bit on the past few weeks. Where Game Boost? Is that what they're calling? That's what they're calling yeah, that's basically the smart delivery thing because ba- there's a plethora of games, all the games except for like a list of ten that will run on PS5 that are PS4 games, and some of them are even VR games. So it really is a small list. People can look up the list. I need. I hadn't even heard of any of the games on the list. Mm-hmm. The uh, games that run with Game pa- uh, Game Boost will have some sort of upgraded feature. So basically, Game Boost is like what Xbox One X Enhanced was. Oh, okay. for this gen. So it will, just, I, it will naturally work better, play faster. All right. That. So like Ghost of Tsushima, they've said, will have 60 FPS, um, which is awesome. You're just playing the game and it's going to run better. Yeah. Uh, and I th- hope there's a lot of other games that confirm to do that because I think it's one of the, like you said, it's one of the main reasons people are up and going to upgrade. But you mentioned something earlier I want to, touch on really quick which is how you you mentioned the ps5's the p oh sorry ps plus collection Mm -hmm. and i realized that's really the big move that both companies are making right now which is uh if you 
were in either ecosystem, there's a reason for you to jump ship and get a different console if you really wanted to. Yeah. Because if you were an Xbox gamer and that's all you have is Xbox, if you get a PS5, you can get this little collection that comes with PS Plus that has all these games that you miss and you can just play them right off the bat. You can just yeah, jump right into God of War. Games. 18. Yeah. And they're and all those games, tier games. Some of those games will have game boost. People have yeah. been begging. I've seen people everywhere just like, please just give Bloodborne game boost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, we'll see frames. what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But like, yeah, all those games will be playable and some of them will have game boost. But then at the same time, Microsoft's doing the same thing. I'm, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the day, the sorry, uh, first month of sales are. Yeah. For the consoles. I think they're going to be way closer. I think PS5 will, if, if assuming that there isn't a major shortage and they're both not really hard to find, I think PS5 will come out a little ahead. But I don't think it's going to be as distant as last gen. I think a lot of people are going to be intrigued by both consoles. I agree. I completely agree. There's because whereas there's, Xbox is lacking in kind of it's kind of lacking in exclusive games people are really excited about right it's now. It's also cheaper. It's oh yeah, exactly. X so I I see Series X as cheaper option, it comes with a shit ton of games from the from the launch, uh all the backwards compatible games that you might have had from maybe even a 360 and you skipped the Xbox 1, you'll be able to play those. Uh so yeah, it's it's an affordable option, especially with Game Pass, ten dollars a month. You get hundreds of games f- from the start. So if you're looking to jump into a launch, uh, the the of the new consoles, and you don't have a ton more money to to pay for games after buying the five hundred dollar console, you yeah. have all these games on Xbox. So that's Xbox's argument is that. Plus, we have stuff to look forward to, right? They just bought Bethesda. They have they have uh, Halo Infinite coming out. They have whatever they're working on for Gears, probably Gear Six. Um, oh yeah. We have uh, oh, what's the one from uh, Outer Worlds? Yeah, what's Outer- that called? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm blank. I'm blanking. I'm blanking on that. Yeah, I'm the very excited. Well, Fables Fable being uh, yeah. made by Playground, who makes Forza Horizon. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Obsidian is working on. Oh come on! It's, I Google Obsidian. Outer World. Obsidian Outer made. World. Yeah, they made Fallout New Vegas, and they also made Outer World. And now they're working on Avowed, which is basically a Skyrim like. Yeah. <laughs> right, because it, it's a first-person, uh, kind of medieval or fantasy with magic powers and swords. Yeah, I don't think we added. haven't seen gameplay yet. We just know kind of the concept of it. Yeah, we 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 kind of saw a tonal piece yeah. that they did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very exciting. I feel like Xbox's exclusives will be kind of hitting hard in about 2 years. <laughs> so, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to buy in right now if you're really into exclusivity. Well, but, we're going to get Halo next year. Yeah. I think fall, honestly. I'm yeah, really yeah, at this point. Uh, I would like to mention uh with as far as the Bethesda acquisition, we could go on this really quick. Basically, yeah, they, you can jump to this if you want. The, oh, is that on the on the news? Yeah, let me just segue to that really quick because basically Bethesda announced, or Microsoft, I guess now announced that Bethesda will be launching two different games for their Xbox Series, which will have it will be a wolfenstein collection 
And do you have the list of Wolfenstein games it's going to have? No, I didn't have that. I was talking about, I was thinking there was a thing mentioned of, uh, um, what was it? I had an interview pulled up here. I'll just read what I had here and then we can jump back into what you were talking about. Cause okay. I had this, I had this quick article where, um, there's an interview with Phil Spencer from Kotaku yes. and Kotaku asked him, is it possible to recoup the 7 billion investment you made if you don't sell games on PlayStation? And Spencer said, yes. And then he replied, I don't want to be flip about that. This deal was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Nowhere in the document, do- nowhere in the documentation that we put together was how do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to pl- be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to play games. When I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had, and we have XCloud and PC and Game Pass and our console base, I don't want, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us whatever that means and spencer said whatever that means i didn't add that on (laughs) (laughs) so that yeah that that's i don't know if that's what you were yeah i don't know if that's what you were talking about specifically it it kind of it it does it ties into this basically they announced like microsoft announced that bethesda is working on a um they're going to release a wolfenstein collection and an and an uh oh a dis a dishonored collection I, i almost forgot the name uh and both of those collections will have the new games that were released. I think each of them have four different titles. Oh, okay. So yeah. you have Dishonored 1 and 2, Wolfenstein 1 and 2, and then their uh, DLCs that came with it. There's two DLCs each, I think. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Maybe it's three or four games. But that's basically... because aren't those going to be on Game Pass? Yes, but not on PC Game Pass. I'm not... Oh, okay, right, right. Okay. But either yeah. way... Uh, What's interesting is they said it's it's only listed for Xbox. It's not listed for PlayStation Five or even Switch, which some of those games came out on Switch, like Wolfenstein. I'm looking. The, you're talking about like the Dishonored, the complete collection. Yes. Yeah. That is listed on PS4. PS4. Yeah. Wait, no, this, is a bundle, this is a bundle that came out three years ago. Yeah, I'm talking. They're basically working on an enhanced version of these of the of either that collection or of a new collection that they're making okay interesting and it's yeah it's only on xbox i did hear it's about all, that i just didn't couldn't find it myself right now yes it's and it's only on xbox and people were saying well yes. this is i mean that's a hint i think that's a hint towards what xbox is going to do and uh, the article i just read is a big hint too i really yeah. <laughs> i think it's I was wrong, honestly. I really thought that, nah, they're just going to... I think we were all wrong on this. We thought Skyrim is too big of a, a franchise. Fallout's too big of a franchise, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Elder I Scrolls, but... It's going to be interesting to see what comes to PlayStation or if anything comes to PlayStation. It's very possible that <laughs> from now on, every Bethesda property is just Xbox slash Game Pass yeah. slash Xbox. Honestly, Do you think they're going to put an xCloud app on PS5? I want them to. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be <laughs> they, wild. I feel like they would if they could. They would. They are probably trying to do that. I, I, don't, I Sony doubt. Let them. Sony would never let them in a million years. Sony couldn't know. even get people to crossplay with Xbox. They were the last ones to jump on board for Fortnite. Remember that? Uh, well, they're working on the browser solution. <laughs> yeah, so that's a workaround. I, I really doubt you could 
No, oh, I play a video game in a PS5 web browser. Though. No, I but I read I I read that as well. Uh, people were people kind of mentioned that basically if there's a web browser on your PlayStation 5 and they make this browser solution for Xbox streaming, uh, I guess, xCloud, right? That, can you play that through your PlayStation 5 console browser? That would be insane. That would be, I don't know. I have a feeling it wouldn't because you'd be controlling the browser, not the game window. I don't know. We'd have yeah. to see what happens. We'll but see. I mean, anything's possible, really, at this we'll point. We'll see. And I, I don't feel, honestly, I'm not even a huge, I'm not an Xbox fanboy or anything. I have all the systems, but good for Xbox on this, right? Everyone's been yeah, shitting all like over them. Xbox the, fanboys, yeah. like yeah. your brother said. This course <laughs> about Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but everyone's been hating on... Uh, or complaining that Xbox doesn't have good games or good exclusives, right? Like, why would I buy an Xbox? There's not a good, good exclusives. Well, Microsoft answered that. They said, yeah. oh, yeah? Fuck you. Said, got Bethesda. <laughs> here's Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's Elder Scrolls exclusive to our console, our, our eco- ecosystem. So, I'm really, I'm honestly, I'm shocked that Skyrim isn't on, like, <laughs> the launch list of games. <laughs> Just them chucking that on there they just whip it out really fast that'd be funny yeah that would be funny i'd probably buy it <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny this is a random little side tangent but i actually own the skyrim special edition on steam i didn't even realize i own that oh nice i don't even know how i got that or when i got that you probably have I some cool mods with that too steam for you though yeah maybe um okay anyways and do you have anything more to add about that that was a big yeah sorry about the side tangent but no, yeah. was good. we actually went through several of the news stories on the list in a yeah. natural order oh wow it's we're like experts or something i know it's like we're <laughs> pros at this. anyways uh, yeah yeah as far as exclusivity and the, the launch lineups they're not they're kind of subpar like we've talked about but i'm, yeah. I'm still excited that's not the reason i'm buying these new consoles i'm buying them for the future of exclusivity on each console and also just the amount of upgrades and games you get. Speaking of upgrades and games you get on November 17th, the halo, the master chief collection will be fully optimized on series X and S and it will have 120 frames a second in every mode campaign (laughs) multiplayer, and it will have split screen improvements. And of course it'll be in 4k on series X and is that possible it's going to be free oh nice the well yeah because be because xbox is doing everything free right all the upgrades yeah <laughs> so trying to. what's blowing my mind about this ryan mccaffrey tweeted this earlier how when the master chief collection launched in its poor state five years ago mm-hmm. it was 30 frames a second 1080p on the xbox one what and now yeah i thought <laughs> wait aren't all those games 60 frames they are now. They updated it later. I mean, the original launch of those games, aren't they all 60 frames? No, they were 30. Okay, I thought the multiplayer was 60. It might have been. I I don't know about that for sure, but I know for sure. Maybe it was the campaigns. Frames. The campaigns yeah, were 30 I mean, frames. I don't know. I, know. I know for sure that all of it was 30 frames. Wow. When it came out on, on, on Xbox uh, One. On Xbox One, yeah. And then I believe it was two years ago they released the Xbox One X patched that gave it 4k support and 60 frames but then with that patch also gave the original xbox one console 60 frames even though they didn't get the, the 4k upgrade they didn't get the 4k but yeah 
the 60 frames is huge. And but yeah, it's crazy that now that same collection is going to be 120 frames. <laughs> it just keeps going up from 30 to 60 to 120 now. My, uh, I, I have a question though. What is what is 120? I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never I, truly seen it because I don't have a monitor that can play 120. Interesting. Uh, interesting. You say that because my I just got a iPad Pro for my Ooh. wife for Christmas, early Christmas present, and that has a 120 frame per second display. Whoa. And you can tell just like scrolling the settings, just like scrolling around and using the tablet, you can tell that it has a higher refresh rate than a normal 60 FPS display would a normal 60 Hertz display. So you can I tell the seen, difference between 60 yeah, and Yeah, I could tell right away, like wow. scrolling. I was like, this looks really smooth. And then I looked up the technical specifications and it said, yeah, 120 Hertz display. And I was like, oh, what the heck? That's crazy. Yeah, it looks super smooth. Like I noticed right away, it just looked way cleaner and crisper. I haven't played any apps on it that, like any game apps or anything like that that would utilize that. I'm going to look up and see if there is any iPad. I mean, that's amazing for just a base UI experience. Yeah, even just for the UI experience. So it makes me wonder, like when you use the Series S and X on a TV or monitor that has that kind of a frame rate, you're going to see that just in the UI, which is cool. Which is, which I want anything that smooths up that experience. I want, cause it is very chunky on the PS4 pro right now. <laughs> PS4 pro it's chunky. Okay. You, yeah. Okay. We always have this inside joke, this stupid running joke where you're, everybody has their PS4 for a while and then it just gets, starts getting slow. And you were like, man, I'm ready to just get a pro just so it runs faster. Yeah. <laughs> and you got a pro and then now you're saying it's st- starting to run slow again like the PS4 did? Yeah, because it, it, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, maybe I got to clean the fans or something. Uh, uh, yeah, it's too late. For maybe, that. The, yeah, that I haven't <laughs> exactly. I'm a, I already ordered my PS5. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's, I think it's the games. It's just, all these games coming out are pushing the PS4 like Last of Us yeah. Two, oh God, The Last yeah. of Us Part Two. <laughs> it was in jet engine mode the entire time. Like you can't, I couldn't go into any section, any level of that game, even the cutscenes and all of that. Like everything, it sounded like the fan was taken off to space. Two years ago, I opened up my PS4 and dusted it out, and my ps4 also sounded like a jet engine playing last of us part two so okay so two i think you're right that that game just took a huge it, it just took full it advantage it to it the did. limits yeah yeah it was like last of us one took full advantage of the ps3 and i think that's just what naughty dog is good at there's a yeah. lot of games that come out at the end like when god of war 2 came out on ps2 after the a couple months after the PS3 had come out, that game just completely pushed what PS2 can do. Yeah. And it's cool how all these games that come out at the end of the life cycle really push the tech, even though some have come out, like Jedi Fallen Order came out, and then people were like, ah, this doesn't run very well on the base consoles. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting how games are more than pushing the current tech. They're, they're kind of needing something better than what we have. So I think the time for consoles is now, honestly. It, it really is. It, a couple it was, years ago, I was like, oh, I don't want new consoles. But now it's like, eh, I could see where the improvements are being made. Yeah, and I see where it's needed. to your point, I think uh, the developer has a big part in how it's optimized oh, yeah, yeah. for the the hardware. Yeah, like uh, Jedi Fallen Order had a bunch of issues, but then like Doom Eternal is incredibly flawless. flawless and smooth, yeah. So, yeah. On every console, every version, mm-hmm. 60 frames. 
Yeah. Um, so in continuing our weekly tradition of crapping on Marvel's Avengers. Oh, great. What happened yeah. now? <laughs> what they do now? They, the DLC that we talked about last week was delayed. <laughs> um, indefinitely. That was my and evil villain laugh. The next-gen versions of the game have also been delayed indefinitely. Wait, what? About that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew about the DLC. I didn't know the next-gen version. Of, so next-gen upgrades to the game you're talking about. Yeah, the next-gen upgrades. So that you can still play year. it backwards compatibility. You can still play it. Yeah, you can play backwards it. compatibility, but they said that we've also made the decision to shift our PS5 and Series X launch to next year to ensure we give our team the time to deliver a next-gen experience, showcasing all that this game is meant to be. And they delayed their... What's it called? Who's this character? The Kate Bishop Operation yeah. DLC. They pushed it out of October to next I, year. Honestly, I think this game might have been too ambitious. It might have been it was just reaching not... for the star. It, it was. It, imagine if they didn't launch and they launched on next gen, uh, you know, in April or something. Okay. Here's bet, what the mark. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I've seen a lot of people online, like on uh, Twitter, that are playing the game that love the game, uh, but the load times are atrocious like they oh, really? take it takes like two minutes to load into the game from a cold start and then from there it's similar it has the destiny problem where the menus are just laggy and really hard to navigate through because it's pushing ps4 to its limits as well yeah and i think they're probably trying to work on that because it has, yeah. if the base consoles we have now have low time issues, they're probably like, okay, we need to make these low times work really well on the solid state. Yep. But I know we've talked poorly about this game before, even though we haven't played it, but I think uh, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on it too much, but I'm going to, <laughs> it's just, I feel like this game is if, okay. Cause star Wars is huge, right? People yeah. love star Wars. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of Star Wars movies. There's new Star Wars movies that just came out. Imagine if there was a brand new live service video game coming out and it was called, you know, George Lucas's Star Wars, the video game. And it was this big, huge ensemble cast of Star Wars characters. Yeah. Including you had Luke Skywalker, you had Darth Vader, you have Han Solo. And then imagine if there was this big, full fleshed out story with all these characters that you love, these classic characters but they looked and sounded nothing like the characters in the movies that you were familiar with. That's what Marvel's Avengers is like. It's like, imagine if you had Luke Skywalker and it was played by some ding dong and he didn't look anything like the Mark Hamill should voice him, but (laughs) right. I know, but yeah, this is hypothetical. You don't have to get, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm already mad at this hypothetical game. Why, why, why would they do that? It's, it's, it makes sense that they, Oh, we don't want to pay all these actors. We don't want to pay Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. To play Iron Man. But it's just, you look at this game and it's like, ah, People don't want this. People it's don't like want the this off-brand, game. It's, it's the off-brand cereal box that you're like, yeah. do I really want to open this up? Do I really want to put this into my body? I yeah. don't know. It's like, if I wanted more Avengers, I'd just read the books or watch the movies again. I don't need to play some knockoff video games. I heard the main story is short, but decent. Yeah. I heard it's kind of cool to play through. It's no Marvel like Spider-Man, but... I've heard that, yeah, the campaign is basically just like a tutorial. And then there's an end game. It's not that fleshed that's, out. That's, that's the not biggest. there. You have to keep playing the same mission over and over. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I see your point with the Star Wars uh, comparison or example, <laughs> yeah. because I would be pissed if I if that happened. You know, it, I, it would ruin the Star Wars franchise. Not for me, but I'm sure for some people it would ruin. Yeah, I don't if, really care anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about Star Wars anymore. But I yeah, like you're right. It, it was, you would see that and you'd be like, what the heck is going on over yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. I could see you being very disappointed. But I know a lot of Marvel's fans still play this game. Remember, there's probably a huge player base for this game. Oh, wait, there's only less than a thousand. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, there's probably a huge player. Uh, sorry, that was <laughs> that was uncalled for. That no, was that for was Steam, funny. I think. But uh, maybe PS4 That's has more. So big. You mentioned it before. Base. Like, I remember when. This is, I know we're getting off of the rails a little bit, but I remember when we played Halo Wars mm-hmm. on Xbox 360 three years after it came out in 2011, 2012, yeah. and it still had 8,000 players during peak times. That's awesome. This yeah. obscure, dumb little RTS on 360. Yeah, very niche. Close, yeah, and it said 8,000 people on, on Saturday night. And anytime you get on during the week, it still had 3,000, 4,000. Yeah, and the fact that this game is brand new Marvel Avengers game, yeah, is dropping below two thousand to one thousand on Steam. That's big. That's it's honestly... it's it's uncalled for. It, yeah. How did they fuck this up this bad? Yeah. Like, what did they do? To, like, they should have seen all. It's not like there was the Division launch, the Anthem launch, the Fallout seventy six launch. All these different examples that could have warned them of this happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but they but developers want money and they want to rush things out. Marvel probably was like, "You guys need to put this game out. You've been working on it for a while, right?" They probably had pressure from multiple different angles. It's hard for me to get mad at the devs necessarily because I'm sure there's a lot of other factors that play into this. Uh, it just sucks for gamers, though. Like, yeah, I would have been interested in playing this. I like the Marvel movies. I like that universe. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I like Destiny. So something a marvel's destiny would have been cool but yeah uh, it's unfortunate that they are having all these delays delaying even promised dlc content definitely yeah it's that that's sad yeah weird game weird state it's in we'll see what happens with it maybe it'll pull a no man's sky and come back around and everybody love it again yeah a couple weeks ago well the last couple months Really, this whole last year, there has been some underlying rumors that a Mass Effect remastered trilogy is coming. And I believe we mentioned it on the show before. Just like there's some people saying, yeah, it's definitely coming. It's supposed to come out in October. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know what's happening because EA hasn't said anything. Uh, last month, the Portuguese retailer listed it for Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. And then it got taken down. And then just this last week on October 16th, a couple days ago, uh, Gamatsu reported that the Game Rating and Administration Committee of Korea rated the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ooh. So it's definitely coming. Yeah, people because that's two different instances in two different countries, yeah, right? And people have said, there are people, people, industry insiders have been saying it's coming. Like, I've heard of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the rumor is that, that they're struggling with the first Mass Effect game. Understandably. Because it doesn't hold up well compared to yeah. two and three. So I don't know if they're making big gameplay enhancements or what they're doing, or I don't know. We'll see what they do. But was November Mass Effect 7th, on uh, uh, on PlayStation? I guess Andromeda was. Yeah, but Mass Effect so, was exclusive to Xbox for the longest time. I okay, I'll run. I'll run through the quick history here. So what happened was, is Mass Effect One came out on Xbox exclusively in 2007. 
and then it came out on PC the next year, and then Mass Effect 2 came out on 360 and PC in 2010, and then the year after that, Mass Effect 2 came out on PS3, and then the year, and then the year after that, Mass Effect 3 came out, and then they did end up releasing Mass Effect 1 on PS3 as well. Let me double check what year that was, but you're right, Mass Effect 1 was exclusive when it came out okay and then it came out on ps3 in 2012 so yeah the year mass effect 3 came out just at the end of the year so it seems like it was late to playstation but microsoft microsoft published the first uh mass effect game and i think there was like a five-year deal where microsoft had the publishing rights and then ea took over the publishing rights after five years Interesting. That's why it took five years to come to PS3. I always associate Mass Effect with Xbox, even though I played Mass Effect Andromeda on my PS4. That was the only yeah. system I had at the time. Um, I still, when I think Mass Effect, I think Xbox. So I really, yeah, I really, I played it on PC the first time, then I played it on 360, and I, I played it on PS3 as well. I played it on everything. So did the first game work better on PC, or did it still have the same? Yeah, problems? No, it runs really great on PC. It runs a solid 60 frames. Nice. Okay. Uh, no issues. Yeah, I know, which is crazy because the PS3 and 360 versions run like crap. Yeah, you had the, <laughs> the long frame. elevator <laughs> rides between. Yeah, the, and there's mods. The level. I just played this during quarantine, well, during the lockdowns a couple months ago. But yeah. I played the first game with mods on, and there's a mod I downloaded that shortens the elevator times, the load times, nice. and it just the elevators just move super fast, and it's so great. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> Does the music speed up that? <laughs> No, it doesn't. And okay. yeah, it's really, really cool. They really should add that into the, the fancy solid state. I'm sure they're looking at all of that because if they're remaking yeah, a game so. or re-releasing yeah, a better great. version, remastering, they're probably looking at all the things that the fans hated about the first release, right? And then and then trying to improve on that. The um, quick uh, quick side tangent on the Marvel's Avengers is that it was actually the best-selling game of September. Doesn't surprise me though cuz people like Marvel it, and it's now, a cultural phenomenon. We have the list here in, I have the list here in front of me. I will here I'm going to send you this list right now live on the show in real time. Okay, here it is. It's going to go it's Amazing what Google Docs can do. Right there. Okay, do you see it? Yes. Okay. Top one is Marvel's Avengers. In second place is Mario 3D All-Stars. And you'll notice the little asterisk right there. Yeah. Is the digital sales are not included. Oh, well, that would that would have beat out Definitely. Marvel's. Yeah. And that's what, you know, <laughs> I remember when Animal Crossing New Horizons was, they announced how many, like, millions of copies it sold. And they still haven't released the digital sales numbers. Oh, man. So it's, honestly, it's, I'm really... I, you couldn't, I couldn't even, I had friends, I had coworkers who had to hunt down physical copies of 3D All-Stars because yeah. they didn't want to download it because they're just like, they love having a physical game for some reason. I, don't, I bet you more people probably downloaded it than bought it physically. Oh yeah, because you couldn't go to a store. Copy. You couldn't go to, in April, you couldn't go to a store. Everything was closed. Yeah. So how would someone get, oh, I guess Amazon, but yeah, I don't know. It, I really, that's, I don't know why. I don't, I don't, I don't know why these Nintendo games. doesn't. Sorry, I didn't. I don't know why Nintendo doesn't announce these sales numbers. Now, they I, can come out and be like, "Blah, we sold more than Marvel's Avengers." And yeah, just glow, but they don't. <laughs> it's weird. It seems like a win for them, but I don't get a lot of these lists don't include digital sales at all. Usually, 
This one does. Where's this, this one from? Sales, except this is from the actual source. It's from. Do, 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 do. This is from IGN. I'm not sure where they're getting the sales numbers. I'm assuming this is NPD. But yeah. NPD does have digital sales now. Except Nintendo's. Nintendo has not agreed. Okay, to share so their that must have been sales. an update. Last time I heard, it was still no, no digital sales. Well, um, it depends on the game. Like you'll see on here. So we have Marvel's Avengers number one, then 3D All Stars number two, Madden NFL 21, then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remastered, and then NBA 2K21. That one also says digital sales not included. So that could be a huge one as well. That could be, that could, that could be number one. Yeah, because then there's also Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Crusader Kings 3, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Animal, or Star Wars Squadrons, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and then surprisingly, Crash Bandicoot 4 is kind of far down the list. Yeah. That kind of surprised me. I've heard nothing but good things about the game. I wonder if people are waiting to get it on the new consoles. That's me. I'm and it waiting. will kind of have like a second life. Yeah, I'm waiting. But that's going to be a slow burn game. People are just going to keep buying it. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really doubt that game costs a lot to make. I bet you they're still going to make money on it. Yeah, they, they, it they probably really use the good. same assets from their last game. So Yeah, the remaster. Yeah. Um. So in addition to all the news we've talked about, we also have Xbox Game Pass getting... This is just a really quick little tangent here because I'm excited for it. Xbox Game Pass is getting the old classic LucasArts adventure games, Grim Ooh. Fandango, Day of the Tentacle, and Full Throttle Remastered. I own Day, uh, Grim Fandango, and I never played it. I never played the other two either. So I'm excited to just have an excuse to play these. They're really hard. They're really old school. They're, you know, the point-and-click adventure games. Are they A PC these, original? They were PC yeah. games, yeah. I've played the original Monkey Island games, Monkey Island 1 and 2, and they're just very... Some of the puzzles are really obtuse. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you look around and find items and have to solve these little puzzles in the environment. They're really fun. I'm excited to check them out. Anyone who's interested in that. I never played those games, but yeah, that's cool. They're very uh, specific audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a new tease hinting that Rainbow Six Siege is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, and that's confirmed. It is coming to it Game Pass. Now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I hadn't found. I just saw this article here. Yeah. There so was. Is, there was a. Uh, go ahead. No. Go ahead. Oh, there was a tweet from Game Pass on Twitter, Xbox Game Pass on Twitter, that basically tweeted out a photo of a old timey, like you know, fourteen hundreds uh, knights in shining armor, uh, you know, picture where they had a castle, and uh, there was six rainbows, like actual like rainbows, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Like over the castle, like six rainbows stacked on top of each other, uh-huh. and then it was a different. You know, there was an a opposing army basically sieging on the castle, right? Like, <laughs> so it was very obvious what they were hinting at. It was Rainbow Six Siege, um, but it, it's definitely confirmed at this point. Yeah, it says October twenty second. It's coming. Nice tomorrow. So if oh, cool. you're listening to this on Friday, it's already out on Game Pass. If you if you haven't if you don't have Siege, anyone out there listening that doesn't have Rainbow Six Siege, it's a great game. If you are have ever been interested in kind of the first person tactical shooter, uh, this is the best in the market. Honestly, it is all the map design, like all the characters and the abilities. It is the it's it's amazing. So and it's only gotten better. Yeah, you could just start playing it and just start learning those characters as you go. 
Yeah. Because like, I, I played the game a couple weeks ago again, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. There's so many characters. So you really have to go into it and just like, okay, I'm going to get good at this one character. Yeah, or pick a character and go. The game hold, holds your hand, though, at, in the beginning. So your first That's 20 cool. levels, it's all casual, and there might be some difficult matches in the casual playlist, but it will hold your hand in that sense. But then, yeah, once you get into the ranked uh, sessions, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, Stardew Valley is getting split screen co-op in its next update, and it's coming to consoles and PC. What does that mean? Um, so, so you, is it like be... Animal Crossing? Uh, it is like Animal Crossing, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be you would join someone's farm or however that works. The way I know the multiplayer works is that you you each share a farm, but then you each have your own little house on the farm, hmm. and you can kind of go around and do your own thing in the town. Is it a new farm? Uh, I think you can do both. I think you can make a new farm or make an existing farm okay. and then add them onto it. But they said that PC will have four players split screen, uh, and then some consoles will have four, and then some will be limited to two. So I'm assuming last gen will be two, yeah, and then next gen might be four. That's really cool. I mean, right now it is it has a cool multiplayer mode, but it's not split screen at all. So this will be it. This is an interesting. Would this work on game. Nintendo Switch? I feel like Switch will probably... They said it's coming to all systems. Okay. So I have a feeling Switch will be one of them that's limited to two. Yeah, but that still, makes that's sense. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't even play that game, but I <laughs> I like the game just from what I've seen. And uh, friends that have liked it, like Eric, loves it. So. Yeah. The This story came out that was really interesting, and it was just updated. Uh, the story came out yesterday, and it was updated today. So the original story yesterday said that P.T., you know, the old little horror Konami game, the little, little demo that uh, Hideo Kojima made. Uh, it says PT can't be redownloaded on PS5. And the original story said that PT will not be available to download, but Konami isn't ruling out that it will be playable through some other means. But Konami said today that they told IGN it's currently testing its PS4 games for backwards compatibility and can't confirm that backwards compatibility could work using data transferred games. They said they're testing all of their uh, current PS4 titles. So it's possible you'll be able to play PT as well as other uh, Konami games on PS4. I mean, they so, they confirmed that uh, other Konami games. See, okay. Isn't this confusing? Yes. <laughs> they're testing their games, but we already know. <laughs> yeah, we already know Metal Gear Solid, Phantom Pain. Like, we already know all those games work because Sony said. Everything works except this small list of 10 games. Mm-hmm. So it's very confusing when Konami sit down and like, oh, we're currently testing our PS4 titles to see if they work. It's like, um, Sony said they work. All yeah, right. they, they released that list. I was going to ask, yeah. was PT on the list of games that won't be backwards compatible? No. Uh, here, The main <laughs> difference, though, I know with PT, I That's don't... not a real game. PT was basically... Uh, iPhoned out where and what I mean by that is like how iPhone will continue to upgrade and it'll leave apps out uh, yes. eventually by the time you upgrade it too much and that's what I heard happened to PT is you kept upgrading your PS4 firmware and and now you can't play it right even no, if you bought what it happened, right? no what happened was is they took it off the store and they took it off to the point where you couldn't redownload it wow okay yeah there was so no even if you bought location. it 
Yeah. Well, it was free. You didn't have to pay for it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Yeah, I know. It was weird. So, so even a, if weird, it was your... <laughs> a yeah. weird free demo that is not even playable on the PS4 won't be coming to the PS5. I yeah. mean, that's not that surprising, I guess. To be specific about what games they said won't work on PS5, I have the list in front of me right here. We could just read it really quick so people yeah. aren't like wondering what it is. Uh, it's DWVR, Astro Sur- uh, Afro Samurai 2, TT Isle of Man, Just Deal With It, Shadow Complex Remastered, probably the only game on this list that's big. Uh, Robinson the Journey, and then We Sing, uh, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, uh, Shadwin and Joe's Diner. They've already said uh, Hitman Go, they're working on it, and I think Shadow Complex as well. Shadow Complex was an Xbox exclusive, I thought. It was a 360 exclusive, and then the remastered ones came out on everything. Okay. But yeah, they've a lot of these developers have said they're working on it or that there was a couple who said they didn't even know what was wrong and they're still working on that part of it. But so PT wasn't on that list and no, Konami it's said also a, it's also not a real game. It's like yeah. a demo. So I guess that's where the difference is. Yeah. There's a demo for Destiny out there somewhere floating. Yeah. Around, that's true. Right? Or a beta. <laughs> like yeah. a beta, right? Alpha. There's betas. Betas and alphas for all the Call of Duties. Like they still exist. <laughs> Yeah, you can't go back and re-download the Destiny Alpha and play with people on yeah. that. Or can you? Anyway, yeah. the last the last story that I have, really brief, this came out yesterday saying that Sucker Punch had a job listing, uh, and it said they, they're looking for a narrative writer with a desire to write stories set in feudal Japan. So it's pretty clear that they're working on a ghost sequel. Very clear. Or at least a... Uh... DLC, yeah. Speaking of DLC, the Ghost of Tsushima Legends DLC came out this week, which is a co-op... How would you describe it? It's like a co-op version of Ghost of Tsushima, right? It's like its own little... It's a a co-op game mode, from what I understand. Kind of like uh, Firefight from Halo, or you go through different rooms and kill enemies, or there's different bosses you fight. I don't know that I haven't actually played it. I've that's one of those games. That's one of those games I'm waiting for PS5 because I I've played and I've uh, beaten Ghost of Tsushima, the base game, and I liberated all all the islands and whatnot, or the I guess different sections of the of the island. I know you have. There's like four different classes. Yes, and there's two different missions. So there's two story missions, and then there's um. Oh, okay, no. Oh, there's story a, missions, okay. There's, there's two-player story missions, and then there's four-player wave-based missions. That's cool. Okay, that, that's all missions, pretty cool. All missions can be played solo, and then they're also working on a four-player raid that will be added soon. Oh, what a weird so thing kind of to like add. A, yeah, it's kind of like a Destiny Light, where you have these little two-player story missions. It's kind of like Strike, and then the wave-based would, missions are like... I wouldn't say that. I would say more Borderlands Light. Yeah, because, but yeah, Borderlands is more yeah, more accurate because because that's it sounds like it's more about co op and it's a yeah. mission that you can play co op like a strike. I guess that's the only comparison yeah. that's the I can think of. But uh, the wave wave based thing sounds interesting to me. I, that's what I wanted when they first announced this was I was hoping they would add a wave based thing and they did because that combat the combat in that game is incredible. Like yeah. everything about it, I loved, I adored, I, it made me want to keep playing even the stupid side missions 
which I like. <laughs> I shouldn't say stupid, them, but more, normally I don't play through side missions or uh, you know little tasks around the world. Uh, I usually don't do that stuff. Yeah, uh, the the gameplay was so fun in that game. So I will. I'm excited to jump in into this. And if there is an upgrade, I bet they're put. Are they putting 60 frames? I can't remember if I read anything about that. But if they upgrade the frame rate and the graphics and make it smoother on PlayStation Five, I'm definitely going to be playing that. So. It's, uh, yeah, the game boost will have for be free. Awesome. Goes to Steam. Yeah. So then I'll jump into yeah, the the co op for that. That sounds cool. Yeah, since you're getting a PS Five. Yeah. <laughs> ha ha. The uh, is there any other news that I might have missed that you wanted to add? I, I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. I think so. The this week has been interesting. I've been playing. Oh wait, a lot of different. What wait, was that? we didn't talk about the PlayStation Five UI. God, <laughs> dude, that's the main okay. thing that happened that's this week. News. Wow, epic fail. <laughs> Hold on, get close to. Hold on, hold on, everyone. Sit back, relax, have some forgiveness for us. I know you're yelling at us right now because we forgot about the main story of the week. (laughs) Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Okay, briefly, let's just say what we've been playing this week, and then we can just close off the show with the main topic, which will be the PlayStation UI reveal. So, all I've been playing this week, I've been playing Age of Empires (laughs) Three Definitive Edition on PC which just came out on game pass it's just a remastered version of age of empires 3 and it's so much fun just because i it's just full of nostalgia for me is that like, like red alert it's like those no, type of games right it's like i don't know what red alert is i never played that oh uh, uh command and conquer red alert 2 like all it's those. like yeah it's an rts yeah okay a real strategy game but everybody always loves age of empires 2 but the game i played the most in that series was three and yeah it's made by ensemble studios they went on to make halo wars mm. and they're, they're good of, yeah they're they i forget what developer they merged into later but yeah i love this game so much so it's this so is weird pure nostalgic for you it's pure nostalgia for me yeah and then i'm still willing my way through doom eternal and then i've been playing dragon quest one on my phone what that's on your <laughs> phone <laughs> yeah how so all of the dragon quest the old school ones are on iphone so one <laughs> two three yeah let me look real quick there's a lot see i at first i thought you meant dragon age which blew no. my mind but i got dragon, dragon quest wouldn't yeah the old 2d games okay. so dragon quest one two and three are on here and then four and five and six, not seven. Are but they, they RPGs back then? Like, yeah, are they all, all have they always been RPGs? Yeah, the first one's very basic. You don't have a... It's, okay, the first Dragon Quest invented the JRPG. Wow. It was the first RPG ever made. And so it's cool playing it and seeing where everything started. It's super bare bones, super basic. It's actually really fun. It's not as hard as I thought it would be just because you can quick save at any time. So if you die, you just reload back from your quick save. I'm just quick saving constantly. Does but Did you have to buy this? Yeah, it was three like three dollars. Oh wow! Um, these are the same versions that are on Switch, by the way. You can buy Dragon Quest one, two, and three on Switch. Wow! But I'm just slowly every now and then I'll pick it up and I'll just grind some battles out just to level up my character, just to up because it's very grindy. Like you can't progress through the story unless you get to a certain level and you're strong enough. So you kind of have to just go on your own and figure out where to go. Figure out it's it's cool because it's like what an RPG is. You know, you're trying to like figure out 
what to do in the world. Mm-hmm. There's no waypoints or objective. It's really fun so far. Hopefully I don't get too stuck or it's not too hard. What have you been playing this week? Uh, really quickly, uh, I played a little bit more of Genshin Impact. Uh, it is really cool. I looked online to see how long it would take to beat just the main story, and estimates were coming in at 128 hours. So I will probably not be continuing this. <laughs> uh, I'll probably keep it. How they get you. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'll. Pr- it's a fun game, but there's so many other games I want to try out. I'm glad I tried this game. It's really cool. I'll probably. I, I could. I could see myself jumping back into it uh, with the new systems with faster load times because. As of now on the PS4, it is very slow to load yeah. in, and even the there's like little uh, rooms you ha- you have to go to like you like go into a castle where your home base is or whatever, and that takes a load. That's a loading screen. So there's just loading screens everywhere. Uh, yeah, I'll probably I'll put it aside for now, not completely abandoning it, but aside for now. Um, I jumped into the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War open beta. Oh, nice. So this is the open beta this time, where I think the last one was an alpha. Uh, this one, <laughs> dude, I am i haven't bought a Call of Duty game in years. Uh, I can't remember the last Call of Duty game I bought. The, there's a game mode in this game that makes me want to buy it just for this game mode. Now, it's a... It's a new game mode they released for this uh, beta. So if anyone jumped in for free over the weekend, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I can't remember the name of the game mode, but it basically is a Battle Royale-esque type game mode where you have 40 players, but 10 teams. So there's 10 different teams, four players each, 40 players total. Um, And in your little squad, you drop in and you have to... Uh, and it's a it's a decent sized map. It's not as big as a Call of Duty War. Uh, what's it called? Warzone map, right? Uh, it's yeah. not as big, but it's uh, it's pretty big. Uh, but there's diff- there's five different, I guess, canisters around the map. I was only able to play for three matches, um, or four, three or four matches. Um, but from what I gathered, your team has to kill enemy teams and collect uh, radioactive material from them and then fill go to these different these five different canisters fill up the canister and and then ignite it i guess or you know send um, make it explode i don't i don't know the correct terminology here <laughs> but basically what was interesting about it which is different than a battle royale typical battle royale you have the fire is closing in on you or the map is closing in and getting smaller and smaller all the way down to us. Uh, and it's all in a circle until you're in that final circle, right? Yeah. This game, this game mode pushes you outwards oh. to different corners of the map. Because what happens is, is you release the gas canister, like the, this radioactive, it's basically radiation starts spreading from this gas canister canister. And it gives you like a fallout indicator like in the Fallout games, where you you and it has a little tick tick tick, right? Where where like you your radiation levels are going up, right? Uh, and there's a little radiation level, and once it's to max, you die. Uh, so if you're stuck in this like gas, trying to escape it, but imagine a, a imagine a map with five different canisters like kind of littered throughout the map. It makes for very interesting gameplay and. Uh, 
and pushes you to different parts of the map you typically wouldn't go towards. Um, but I I found it really cool. Like if if there's anything that would make me buy this game besides the cool looking campaign, uh, it would be this game mode. I was I hope they released it for free or maybe as a, a side thing that you can buy a la carte because yeah. it was it was fun and I had a ton of fun even with randos. It, it, I'm I was excited to jump back into another match. Um, you have more armor than normal, kind of like your battle royale where you put on some armor. And, um, but yeah, it was it was fun. So if you got to play that this weekend, that was really cool. If you haven't, you can look at articles online. A lot of people are actually writing good reviews about this because it was a it, kind of a, a surprise. I don't think That's anyone cool. saw it coming. So uh, yeah. then let's see. I played uh, Rogue Company, obviously more. I added two more. or I, added, I think last week I talked about my brother-in-law adding a third player to our team. And we were able to play a bunch of matches, but we still had that one rando that would either, you know, sit at the back of the map and not play, like go go AFK, or would just lag out or just full on sucked and ruined the gameplay experience uh, in a majority of the matches. Uh, it, it, it's hard to carry a rando in that type of game because it's very uh, high speed, high uh, skill level type of gameplay. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy to report that we have a fourth and we, I was able to, and that's kind of bringing it back to the beginning of the show. That's why I've been staying up super late is because when you have a full squad of four, of four players in that game, it is so much fun. It's similar to when we were playing, uh, with our six players, a full team on rainbow six siege. Okay. Uh, you can do so much more as far as strategize and, and, and placement around the map and communication and all that. It just gets rid of having to deal with a rando. And yeah, that's why I was up <laughs> super late every night this past week <laughs> and weekend um, playing Rogue company. It's still really fun. Really. I'm about to buy my first character. Uh, that's not for free. Uh, and Ooh. I've been doing some research. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep, st- keep playing that game. Uh, really la- And lastly, really quick, I jumped into vampire, which vampire is free on PlayStation plus as of this. Yeah. Month. Uh, you can download it for free. It is a full fledged RPG where you play as a vampire, where you, this isn't much spoilers, but basically you get bit in the beginning of the game and you become a vampire and you don't want to be a vampire. You were a, a, a renowned doctor that was, and it's during the 1918 uh, flu pandemic, which is kind of weirdly relatable today. Yeah. But uh, so everyone's dying in the streets from the flu and uh, you're a vampire and there's a bunch of other vampires and you, you were a doctor. So then you eventually end up at a hospital where you're pretending you're, you're during the, I think the night you get the night shift, of course, cause you're a vampire. So uh, you kind of work as a doctor there and go out and do quests. So that's like your home base as your, is this hospital. And then you go out and do different quests. And it's a, it's very much an RPG, very much kind of a hardcore RPG as far as the stats systems, um, the gameplay itself is very, it's not a third person action sword play game, which is, is honestly more fun to play uh, when it's refined like that, like a ghost of Tsushima 
uh, or an Assassin's Creed, even where it's really refined gameplay, uh, Bloodborne, right? Um, this is definitely more of an RPG than an action sword play game or, um, you know, that kind of game. So it, yeah. it's fun. I, I, if I liked vampires more than I do, I would totally be all about this game. If you like vampires, if you like even <laughs> like horror games, it's kind of that creepy. Speaking of, uh, you know, horror games, we're in the month of October, right? So a lot of people oh, yeah. like jump you want into a spooky game. Yeah, you know, this game is free. Check yeah, it it's a free spooky game. So, and maybe next week or the week after, sometime before Halloween, we'll do a spooky episode where we can talk about spooky stuff uh, <laughs> or our favorite horror games or whatever. But yeah, this one's cool. I play. I actually played a couple hours of it, and it's fun. So if you like vampires and RPGs and and or horror games. Pick it up. It's free. You hate horror games, so I'm surprised you even picked that up. Vampires, to me, vampires are more mythical uh, yeah. than than horror. You know, it, it, there were some scary parts of the game, uh, just like the cutscenes and just kind of creepy. It's more creepy than horror, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all I've been playing. Cool. Well, we've been playing a lot as always. Um. So. Topic of the show. What did you think about? <laughs> Let's pretend. Hold on, hold on. Let's pretend that we never, like, told the listeners that we forgot about this <laughs> big chunk of news, and we'll get yeah, everybody. Yeah, big reveal. Big reveal. He has announced and shown us the UI of the PS5. Yay! Finally, we were wrong. We were wrong. Last week we were saying, ah, oh, they might. They're probably just gonna. We <laughs> I was like, free, I had a freak out moment last week where i was like oh they're just gonna it's just gonna be the same as the ps4 yeah uh, or, the or they were gonna just do a sneak launch and even if it was different it was gonna launch with the ps5 and no one would have seen it until launch day but we were wrong it looks, i'm glad we were wrong yeah it looks really cool yeah the biggest ch- change for me was how they're kind of adding an algorithm to the way the PlayStation store works, mm-hmm. you know, it's no longer its own separate app. They said the PlayStation store is sort of integrated into the system itself, which is really cool. That, that sounds really cool because right now, as it is, the PlayStation store sucks. Yeah. Because I remember specifically the day star Wars squadrons came out. I clicked on the PlayStation store and I expected to see the game on the front page. Yeah. And it wasn't. Wow. And I scrolled to the right a little bit. And there's nothing there. You just you scroll to the right until eventually it hits movies or whatever. And I'm like, okay, no, thank you. And I scroll all the way to the left and I hit, okay, games. And then I said, new games. Okay, I click that. <laughs> Squadron's <laughs> nowhere to be found on there either. Wow. It's like, why do that, I have to search for the game that just came out today? Yeah, and that's, that's that, and it's a huge game. It's not some obscure game. That's a huge launch. Star Wars game, yeah. EA Star Wars. Uh, yeah, this is one thing that I've always appreciated about the Xbox UI. It you, it's a lot easier to navigate as far as purchasing games or finding games that you like. There's a whole section new releases. <laughs> um, even on Game Pass, you have all those different options of, of of filtering or trying to find games, and they usually highlight the top games of the week. So, I yeah, think- it, it's a bummer that it's still like this. Hopefully, this new system works better yeah i think it's promising so far specifically because yeah like i said there's just no really any algorithm built into the system at all i open the playstation store and there's just this random set of games that i'm not even interested in yeah even when i bought ghost of tsushima 
I went to the store and I was like, okay, it's probably here on the games featured page. The game's only a month old and it wasn't anywhere to be found. It's like they never have the big games on there in just a list. It's always the weird stuff that I don't understand. Like are people paying more to get on the front page? Yeah. Either way, way, it's cool that they have something. They're doing something about that. Something more catered to people. It looks like it's similar to the PS4 UI where uh, if you go I think when you first load up the PS4 and you're on that front page, you just go down under what's next, I think, or or what's happening or something, right? What's new or there? It looked like one of those little tabs where you kind of just scroll over to that and then press down, and you're already there. You can ready to purchase a game. That's yeah. what it looked like. That you weren't actually opening up another app, right? Um, was it, what, so what stood out to you about the review? That was the main thing that stood out for me. Oh, well, honestly, the, there's a function, I forget what it's called, uh, under the activities center or what do they call it? Uh, I don't actually have it pulled up in front of me, but basically when you're in a game, you can hit the PS button and it brings you out to this control center, I believe it's called. And then there's activities and there's different things you can do. Like um, you can see the news about that game. Uh, You can see what people are posting about that game, Uh, maybe different photos and whatnot, videos, gameplay clips, uh, which is all cool. Um, But the coolest function I saw was you can actually pull up game help, uh, like a little tab that allows you to, you know, you pause your game, pull this up and you're like, man, I can't find where to go in this, in this one part of the game. And the game knows exactly where you're at. I, I guess, I don't know how they do this, but, and then it will show you kind of a YouTube video while the games, while your console's still on, it doesn't pull you out or anything. It shows you kind of a YouTube video, which you can blow it up to your whole screen, or you can pull it and push it to the side, middle, or left, top, bottom uh, of your screen, uh, wherever you want it. And you can watch a video of someone showing you how to get to or complete that activity or that or that quest or that um, like, oh, I can't find this uh, collectible. Where is it? And then you know it shows a video of, of them, of them doing that. And you could follow along with it. I thought that was a really cool feature. Yeah. The picture in picture mode has a lot of potential. I think a lot of people are going to use it if it is able to be used, but in use it as like a, you know, they can watch their favorite streamer on Twitch or whatever while they're playing a game. So that was, no, that was, so that was a different, I mean, I guess it would be sim a similar function. That was another cool part. You can either watch your favorite streamer or you can watch your friend play. Like yeah. the, the example they showed was a, they, their friend was playing uncharted the lost yeah. legacy and they kind of just put them up in the game. Like I guess share play, right? This, or yeah, not- it was share play, but you were just watching them stream it. Yeah. So I feel like that could be really cool if you have a fast enough internet connection for that. Yeah, uh, and okay. well, think about if you're both playing the same game and they're a little bit further ahead, uh, and you're like, "Hey, how do I get past this part?" You know, they can maybe they can load back into the level my, that you're on and help you out. You know, my first thought for that would be if you were playing a competitive game and you could watch your teammate and what they're doing. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> is, is that function going to be blocked? Maybe certain games won't allow you to see someone else's screen. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds kind of interesting. The potential behind that. Yeah. But what you mentioned about how like, Oh, you, like you'll be able to get game help. 
a lot of like Sackboy specifically, and I'm sure not every game will do this, but specifically first party games like this, it'll allow it like Sackboy, a big adventure. It had on the front menu, like the start of the video, it showed how it had the levels there and the stuff in the game right there in the front. In the control so, center, so not in the, the not in the game, yeah. right? Like it was so like, like potentially, in the potentially if there was, you know, a new kill zone game. This is a weird example, but like a new kill zone game comes out, potentially you would see on the control center, you know, campaign level one, you could launch right into it, or multiplayer quick match and you'd launch potentially you could click a button on the control center it would launch you into a multiplayer game yeah so you can skip the main menu of a game altogether Uh, it looked like you were it looked like he was like main uh main or like in the middle of of a mission right and he just pulled up that control center and jumped to a previous mission uh instantly yeah and i'm assuming that's how the game help will find stuff for you like okay you're on this level and it literally can just you know, YouTube, boom, Sackboy, level two, this thing, and then it has the help right there. Yeah, I wonder how that will work. I wonder if third party or if uh, the developer has to go in and enable that. I don't know how that's going to work. I have a few. I think it is. They did mention that it will be supported by just people who want to enable it. But I think it'll really just be enabled by people who just divvy up their game that way, level by level in the control center. And if that game is compatible in that way, I guess is what I'm trying to say. What's really exciting for me seeing that control center launch, like I just mentioned, it's just it sounds really cool. The fact that you would have potentially, you know, the new Call of Duty or even Warzone or whatever, you could just hit start game. And not only does it skip the main menu, but it skips all the sub menus like you could potentially hit a button from the main dashboard or XMB, whatever the heck you want. What did they have a name for the? No, uh, UX. Yeah, UX. I don't know. Just for the from the control center, the main page, you can click Warzone, launch, uh, enter match, and like within five seconds, you're already matchmaking. Yeah, because of the SSD is already it's yeah. already fast. So yeah, you would be matchmaking directly from that screen. You, you can skip all the... that. Is really cool, and I'm that... hoping Xbox has stuff like that too. If I could just hit, you know, Gears Five, boom, start game, and it just yeah. immediately. The potential for that sounds really cool. I really hope it's, well, I guess we'll see in a month how this all works out. Um, but yeah, I think ex- access uh, accessibility is kind of what they're going for here, where, hey, you're a gamer, you want to play, you want games, right? And PlayStation has been pretty good with this as far as giving gamers games. Um, but the I think they're trying to reduce, I think in the video they even mentioned, they're trying to reduce the time it takes to get players into the game they want or into the parts of the games they want um one thing i will mention though that was surprisingly not here oh by the way they called those cards the the cards of the control centers they called them activities by the way that's what it was okay activity it's a you pull up the control center and you have activities different activities you can do okay what were we saying um surprisingly there was no quick resume shown in this video i wonder if that's why or not xbox has been touting this quick resume for a couple months now and there's been plenty of videos out there showing it in action and it working flawlessly and beautifully why would sony not show it if they if they have it if why wouldn't they show it if they have it so that's i mean that's telling me they might not have it 
So they might have they might have this cool feature. I guess that's the main difference, right? They might Sony might have that where you can jump right into the multiplayer game mode of the game, or right into that third mission, second level of that game, right? Uh, but they don't have quick resume. Whereas Xbox might have, hey, quick resume between multiple games. I don't know. Maybe that's right. going to be. be those are completely different functionalities, though. That yeah. man, yeah. If Xbox has that, that would be awesome. Uh, but we'll I'm, see a, I'm, that all works. I don't I'm know. a little yeah. bit worried about the quick resume. Maybe they just, maybe Sony's just like, yeah, whatever. Of course that works. That's called an SSD. Um, <laughs> that's just how an SSD works. So maybe they're not touting it as much as Xbox is. But yeah, because yeah. I think for sure they'll have the same like rest mode functionality that PS4 has, where you'll be able to launch right into a saved game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of how many games can you suspend at once and can you suspend more than one game at once? I have a feeling you will be able to, maybe not right at launch. Maybe you will at launch. I don't know. Yeah. Like we said, they haven't really, this it was, is just a, it was short, a taste. It was yeah, very much a taste sneak peek of what the UI is going to look like. Yeah, They even said there was other functionalities that they didn't yeah, have time no, to get into. And I was like, what, I was like, what do you mean? You don't have time to get into You're making this video. You can, you could spend all the time you want to show us. You don't have time. Like, I'm sorry guys, we're running out of time. It's like, uh, uh do you, you already know how long the YouTube video is? How you're, do you know? And you're on the inter- internet. You're, you, yeah. you can you could spend like, as many well, hours as you want. Sorry, guys. There's only 30 seconds left in this video, so it's like like there's this ending <laughs> clock that's ending on them. Yeah, that was, that was funny. If you guys haven't checked out that video, it is worth checking out. If if you yeah, are okay being yeah, if you're okay being spoiled a little bit, uh, if you'd rather have well, you know, some people want the experience to be the experience. They want to they want to jump in completely blind, which I totally respect. Yeah, um, I mean. We've really touched on most of the big functions, the, the control center, the activities. The, the UI, what, what about the look of it? I noticed it looks yeah, okay. kind of like iPhone-esque or uh, like, smartphone-esque, right? Yeah, iPhone tiles. And then it was, I'm looking at a screenshot of it now. It was sub, uh, kind of divided into games and then media. And that's kind of cool. You don't have to dig through media to get to game. Yeah. So I'm hoping you'll be able to, you know, that'll be nice and organized on your Please page. have folders. I want, I really yeah. hope you have the game folders. I've overall, I will say my overall takeaway from this is I'm actually really, really happy about this. Yes. Yeah. It because looks cleaner. It looks sleeker. Uh, there is either, you know, there's not a dramatic amount of stuff to talk about with it. Like everybody should just go watch the video. It's pretty short. It's kind of cool. Um, I was just, like we said before, I was so nervous about the state of the PS5 and what condition it would be in when you would get it. Yeah. I didn't think it would be a bad console. I didn't think, oh, you're going to get it and you're going to be disappointed. I thought I was a little worried just because when Nintendo Switch came out and it had the most basic bare bones system user interface Mm -hmm. with nothing to do on it. And three years later, it's exactly the same. Yeah. So I was a little worried that we we're going to have a switch, switch situation, but we're not getting that. This looks really cool. I'm yeah. really excited that they're doing a lot of interesting stuff. It is similar to the PS4 layout. It's got that same little bar for the activities card. I like the home and then the little bell, the power off button. Oh, yeah. Bar. Yeah. But then besides that, 
the actual games page looks different in the media page and everything. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, basically it splits it up completely where there's a giant, like your background for your uh, system is more prevalent, like more up front where it takes up most of the screen. And then the stuff that you get to looks like it's on the very top and the very bottom of the screen. Yeah. So it, you know, more customability or customization, uh, custom that's a cool word uh, customization uh, with it where you can actually see your backgrounds and whatnot because that's kind of a bummer on PS4 right now I get a cool you know uh, you know theme for Ghost of Tsushima but I can't really see it because there's all this clutter in front of it yeah. um, so it looks cleaner I like it I really like it so from just seeing it for two seconds <laughs> eight minutes yeah I'm, I'm really happy with it I'm just relieved that we got something kind of new and exciting and didn't just get the same thing. Yeah. PS5, everything about Sony right now is reminding me of PS3, which has me a little bit worried. I feel like they're they're kind of being weirdly mysterious. Yeah. Why? I I guess because they can, because people bought, we all bought a system before even seeing what the inside, like the UI looked like. (laughs) So... (laughs) I know when PS4 was coming out, they were showing off the UI in like March of that year or whatever. No one's held the controller. There's only been a handful of people that held yeah, the controller. Like whereas Jeff PS4, Keighley everyone had. got it, got it. Yeah, it's like Jeff Keighley and nobody else. Yeah, so we're in a different time. I hope it's not reminiscent of PlayStation 3 launch or of Xbox One launch, where they kind of did. Okay, so we didn't touch on this. We could briefly go over this, but basically the whole recording debacle that that went down this week where PlayStation said we're recording with the parties that we talked about a little bit last week, right? Yeah. Where they're, they're recording your conversation and you can't opt out of it and whatnot. That reminded me of Xbox one's launch with the connect and like, we're always watching you. We're always on, uh, which is a good thing for, you know, making it easy to do things, but people don't like that. <laughs> Even though we all have iPhones watching us, or smartphones watching us all day <laughs> or every move. And we have Alexa's in the house and whatnot. Right. Uh, people still don't like that. It's something rubs a lot of people wrong when you say uh, you're being recorded and you can't opt out of it. That, that reminded me of the Xbox one launch, which kind of scared me, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, but I think that's been really overblown. I think a lot of people are really mischaracterizing that story. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm the last not, person to care about that stuff. But. Everybody is saying like, ah, they're Sony's listening to our party chat. It's like, no, that's not what they said they're doing. Yeah. They're letting you be able to report people harassing you. Yeah. And it's in yeah. five minute intervals. It's not like it's what recording a the whole of, situation. What a lot of people don't realize is that, like a lot of services do that already. Yeah. <laughs> Discord already does that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Sony's adding it. People are like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like this little, like, you know. They're complaining subject. on Discord about this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's happening right now, buddy. <laughs> There's all these like, subsections of, you know, these loud minorities of people who are like, oh, I'm canceling my pre order. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like the Last of Us Two drama all over again. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, I, I figured we just kind of throw that in there a little bit, uh, but it's not a big deal to me, honestly. I think we'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I could be wrong. Maybe it is a big deal, and they're secretly listening to all our, our conversations. Yeah, at least there's no peripheral, uh, you know, that we have to buy that 
is forced on us, right? Like the connect for the Xbox one. Yeah. It was cool how in the video they were using the controller for the text to chat, the voice to chat. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Set to somebody you can just use the controller mic. Cause they said that the controller has a mic in it. And I was like, that's really stupid. Like when would I ever, when am I going to use? No, that's new. That's that, right. That's new to the PlayStation. Yeah. It's new to dual sense. It's new to PlayStation. You, there's a microphone. In I don't the, think in the Xbox has that. No, they don't. Yeah, so that's a cool. Yeah, I actually like that feature because then, what if I don't want to throw on a mic, mic for ten seconds to tell someone like, "Hey, I, you know, I need this," or maybe it's a rando and you don't, you don't really want to get invested by putting on a full, you know, head headset, but you want to just yeah. tell them something really quick. You can just turn that on, tell them it, and then jump back out. You know. Well, when they mentioned that the DualSense controller would have a mic in it and that you'd be able to talk to people like in party chat and in game chat with just the controller and no mic or no headset, my initial thought was like, okay, that's kind of dumb. It probably doesn't sound as good as a mic. What's the point? But then, yeah, they were they were using it to type to people. Like you could send a message to somebody with the, you know, voice to text, kind of like you do on yeah, your phone. Yeah, talk to type. Yeah. Like, All right, that's pretty cool. I, can, I see the uh, practical use of oh that's going to be to think about just searching for stuff in the uh, playstation store right yeah, searching for the game boom yeah i wonder I'm, if that's possible on ps4 now can you say playstation show me uh, ghost of the playstation store is that possible i don't think so i've i haven't tried it but how you can't talk to your mic right now i guess if you have yeah, a mic plugged in right if you have a mic plugged in you can give voice commands you could say you could say PlayStation launch Call of Duty. I did not know and that. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. <laughs> yeah. I would I probably shouldn't use that. Yeah. But yeah, so, it's only when you have a mic plugged in or a speaker or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited. Glad we got to see some of it. I'm excited to see I, what's also being added later. I just want it to come out already. I'm so excited. I'm getting my Next I week, I believe, uh, or next week and a half, maybe I'm getting all the, yeah, all the accessories. So I'm going to, I'm going to have the PS5 controller in hand. I'm going to have the docking station for the controller. I'm going to have a, the PS5 camera, which apparently is uh, very good. Like it's a 4k 60 output input, whatever. Uh, and, cool. and then I'm going to get the 3d audio headset for PlayStation five, which is a one of a kind right now. I believe that technology is not widespread yet. The 3d audio and whatnot, um, at least affordable. This is a hundred dollars. So, um, I'm going to use that on my PlayStation four before I even plug it in the PS five. So I'm excited to try that out. Um, there was one other thing I'm getting, Oh, the media remote. <laughs> so oh, yeah. obviously I can't use that now, but that's cool. I, I I'll, I'll be basically be able to talk about it either next episode or what's that? Can you use the dual sense on the PS4? You can use no, I don't think so. You can use the oh. dual shock on the PS5, but only for PS4 games. But oh, I don't okay. think you can. I'll try it. Why not? <laughs> I'll give it a try. PS4 controller works on PS3. Well, and think about it this way. It's just a Bluetooth controller. You can hook up any Bluetooth third-party controller to your PS4, right? Not any controller, but certain ones. Certain ones. So maybe, I mean, I'm just, that'd be really cool. If, Switch. <laughs> maybe, Dude, I don't know. if that if I have to use the DualSense controller on my Switch before the PS4, that's a big fail. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're going to make me plug it into my Switch before your last console? Come yeah. on. 
Come maybe on, your iPhone or something. iPhone, that'd be. I'm gonna try this controller out for sure, though. I'll have yeah. it. I'll have it ten. Is it ten days? Eleven days before? No, twelve days before the console launch. So almost two weeks. I'll have it before the console launch. So I'll definitely be trying it. I'll be reporting my first impressions <laughs> by the time I get that. So stay tuned yeah. for that. All right. All right. I think this has been a good episode. Where can people find us, Matt? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so bad at the plugs. <laughs> so bad at it. Uh, everybody, you can find us on ADA Gaming Pod on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Email us any questions, comments, anything you have about the show, feedback, or yeah, anything at adagamingpod at gmail.com. Um, other than that, I think we are wrapped up here is there anything else you wanted to add no uh this has been a discourse about gaming thank you guys